0: You are now listening to the Purpose
1: Edits Podcast. You've got to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess, and not everybody has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like sweets to be
2: successful in the school. You just have to know how to play the game that's it and get through it.
1: Welcome to the Perfect Edits Podcast. This is a short yet powerful conversation designed to help you do three things that can ultimately change the trajectory of your life. 1 discover your purpose 2 walk in your purpose and 3 ultimately fulfill your purpose. I am your host coach Vic and I'm joined as always by my lifelong friend, my brother, the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun.
2: Yo yo, what's up world? This is Shane or Doc as Vic calls me from the Purpose Addis podcast. And today, um before we get into the episode, we're going to do this episode a little bit differently. This past weekend Vic, Nelsie and I had a very passionate discussion about um, the current, you know, our current environment, the current society and all the things going on. And it was a very passionate discussion. But what happened is we ran about two hours. So to make it more digestible, we're splitting this episode into two and um, we'll release one. And then a couple days later, depending on the schedule, we'll release another one. Um, or the second half of the conversation. Um, One of the things that I I would like to personally get out in front of is that we hope from this conversation that um, you don't hear a disdain. Like, we love the country. We love America. We just want America to be as good as it can be and to live up to its ideals. So I hope in this conversation that you don't hear people that have a disdain. Rather, you, you hear people that are hurt and that are searching for answers um, as we navigate this really weird space and time. Um, we love all people. We have love for all races and all types of people. Um, we're just in a space where we we need an outlet to talk and we utilize this platform of a podcast to do so. So we hope you enjoy. Please feel free to shoot us questions and reach out to us if there was something set in a podcast that interests you or you'd like to dialogue more, please in, uh, reach out to us on Facebook. Um, we also have a uh, Instagram page at Purpose Addicts, and uh, we'd love to connect. Without any further ado, we're going to get to a commercial, and then we'll get into the episode.
1: What's up? What's up, homie? You all right today? Cooling, big dog. How you doing? Man, I'm great. I'm great. Ms. Nelsia, you joining us again. How you doing today?
0: I am good. How are you guys? Thank you for having me.
1: Uh, you know we are right and and of course we can we're gonna have you on the show I, I feel like you know when you give us feedback as you listen to the show it's like you're on the show and you never leave it um, I'm sure you like to argue with us from a distance
0: I really do like you guys will say something and I'm like I want to rebuke or re- or retort to whatever you're saying and I can't because it was filmed a couple of weeks ago and it's too late and I can't call you and it's just
1: you know, we kind of yes. designed the show like that so that you couldn't do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be messing with me because you know I will be having stuff to say, but yeah, it's
1: that's, okay. That's basically how we do it. We're not gonna fill you in on that because otherwise you'd be rude and disrespectful. Out. We are rude and disrespectful, but that's as why. As long
0: you... as you know, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, for for those who who are joining us, Nelsie uh, is our sister. Um, she is the, the third peg on, on this particular wheel. Um, and she was on a previous episode where we got to learn about her background uh, and, and some of the challenges she faced. But we definitely wanted to invite her back because uh, today today's topic is a good conversation based on what's going on in society and, and our culture. Um, and we wanted to keep the conversation going. Shane, you always take us down what blew your mind. So take us there. And I heard you got a good
2: one. Yeah. So um, and yeah, people separate y'all feelings. Understand when I say this that I love all people, and and and, and 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 yeah, I love people. But I think we're in a space where we have to just be honest, right? And I think sometimes people get too caught up in semantics, quote unquote facts, and quote unquote evidence, right? So we all know what's going on in Wisconsin right now in Kenosha, um, mm. with. You know, uh, I forgot the gentleman's name that was shot in the car.
0: Jacob Blake.
2: Jacob Blake. Yeah, he was shot in the car, and then they had the riots, and then they had uh, KKK Kyle, who came through with his gun to pre- to uh, protect. Uh, you-, you caught that, right? <laughs> who came down to protect private property, it. right? Um, mm-hmm. But where this he is doesn't this, live. Where he doesn't live. Seventeen. All of that. But this is where. where this is where the semantics will really catch you up, right? You hear about the BLM being a terrorist terrorist organization. You hear about the looting and the rioting, and they kind of pair it together. So here we are protesting police brutality, and it's police brutality towards people of color, right? Mm -hmm. In that particular shooting, now we have another shooting with an assault rifle, by a white male Mm -hmm. but the 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 trick to all of that is he actually killed two other white males yep Mm -hmm. but now what we do is we pair it together with blm and it makes it look like something's up here or it takes away from the actual message that's going on and we're so caught up in the semantics and we're trying to we're so against trying to acknowledge and take up and address and deal with this Black Lives Matter thing, that we're willing to package it with anything. We're willing to say, well, look at Black on Black crime. We're willing to say, look at the evidence. Well, George Floyd was on drugs, so was it really the chokehold? But we're not going to look at the fact that the police was kneeing on his leg. We're Mm -hmm. we're willing to look at the fact that your man was going to the car to get a knife, but we're not going to look at the fact that you shot him seven times in the back. Seven times in the back. But you would rather take anything to not deal with the actual issue. And it blew my mind because you, you, they're going to pull everything out of the sky. They're going to pull everything out of the sky. Uh, your man, uh, KKK Kyle, he, uh, he was a, 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 a paramedic or ER or trained something. I forget. He was there before the parade or before the protest uh, clearing off a wall. He was providing people with CPR. You, you you painting KKK Kyle in this great picture. But here my man, my man go, Jacob Blake. Oh, he had a warrant. Oh, he was reaching for a knife. He don't get the benefit of the doubt. So we so caught up in semantics that we, we refuse to address the issue. So I just want, I just, it just, it just, it just hit me when I said, man, he, it ain't like he killed black people. So this isn't a race conversation, but yet it's attached to black lives matter. How does that work? Because it's all so, about the time. It's all about the
1: timing. Go ahead, yeah. Nels.
0: I feel like semantics are always used to demonize blackness. Thank you. And to give whiteness a savior. Concept. Thank you. Thank you. Why, so, why don't and, we have and white and it's so on white funny crime? That us. Sorry, <laughs> Nels. Statistically, those numbers are so much higher. <laughs> if if we even want to go there, but um, but again, they aren't the demons in this in this conversation. Um, you brought up how headlines were talking about what he was doing prior to him deciding to kill two people, and I had just saw a post on Instagram. Um, Taraji P. Hanson posted it, and it was two po- two articles from the New York uh, Post. One where with Trayvon Martin when he died, and and, and the caption says headline for a 17 year old murderer versus a headline for a 17 year old victim. Mm. Trayvon Martin said it. Trayvon Martin had traces of marijuana. In his system at time of death, autopsy reveals. Whereas this murderer, it says, suspected. Mm. Like we don't know. Teen gunman Kyle Rittenhouse spotted cleaning Kenosha graffiti before shooting. Mm. So that 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 paints the picture. They're always going to try to demonize blackness, even when they're a victim, and give him a savior complex because he's trying to clean up the city.
2: And, and I heard um, your boy uh, Tucker Carlson. Carlson whatever his name is on Fox literally justified his action by blaming the police for not taking care of the city so what do you expect them to do if the police are not going to do their job or if the community doesn't want the, uh, the police to do their job are we serious
1: think about it though when you talk about this whole systematic racism and you go all the way back to when uh, look at the term black in the dictionary. If you look at the terms associated with the word black in the dictionary, they're all negative. They're mm-hmm. all, as you said, Nelsia, meant to demonize. So when you now fast forward, the image that people have in their mind, which sad to say, even some black people have the same image in their mind about the color black, right? About the word black, right? It tr- it translates into everyday life and how people perceive a person of color. How people perceive a black person. How we put titles. How we uh, 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 submit articles on on the situation. This this whole this whole murderer. This this seventeen year old murderer. Um, he, the the image that is being given to him, is a part of the system that is always given to this white person who is cleaning up the wrong. Mm-hmm who is fixing the wrong.
0: They're the savior.
1: And if if that person is to be held accountable because the masses are pointing out that they should be held accountable, then they want to divert attention away and say, oh, look at this, squirrel,
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. squirrel, right? Mm -hmm.
1: The point is you have to, as you said, pay attention to the semantics and the details because like they said, the devil's in the details on both sides. The Jacob Blake, why was he in that area to begin with? nobody's pointed out the fact that he was there trying to break up a situation that was helping, that was happening with two other women. He was breaking up a domestic incident.
2: Yeah. See, I haven't, I haven't caught that story straight. I don't know if he was
1: involved in it or he if it was. was just from, from what I've read, he wasn't involved in it. It was happening. He was
0: breaking it up. He
1: was breaking it up. So at what point do we say a good Samaritan part of the community, right? Regardless of your past, cause we all got a past. And no sin is greater than the other, right? Sin is sin, right? Mm -hmm. He was there to break up a domestic dispute that was happening amongst two other people and say, hey, this shouldn't be happening.
2: It's not designed that way, bro. You just said sin is sin. So that could probably mean...
1: Sin is sin in terms of the Bible, right? God says sin is sin. He don't like sin. So when I say sin is sin, that's what he's talking about. And no sin is greater than the other in in the eyes of the Lord. And that's just based on my faith. Yeah come back come back to society modern day age what what kyle as you referred to him kkk kyle what he absolutely that sin is greater absolutely that sin is greater.
2: yeah but where i was going with that sin is sin so that would also mean right is right right it's always right to do right yeah here they are and this again semantics from what i've read and heard they have mr blake Even though he's paralyzed from the waist down while he's in the hospital, they have him in handcuffs, handcuffs, but somebody would argue
1: this is the protocol. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: This is what we do. So what's the protocol when you see somebody walking down the street with an assault rifle in their hand on the but but I'm saying but I mean it's open carry but does it make it right.
2: Is it the human thing to do. I understand why are we masking it up. This is wrong.
0: So I think that people in this country is is notorious for it confusing laws with morality. Mm-hmm. Thank you. They are not in alignment Thank you.
2: all the time. Thank you. I feel like I've turned into Mother Teresa trying to talk to some of these guys where it's like I'm just saying guys just do the bare minimum of decency.
0: Yeah, like like, people love to, to think that because something is legal or illegal, that makes it moral or immoral, and that is not how laws were made, mm-hmm. that's not how laws were written. Um, some laws may have been written with that intention, but does that stand today? Heck no.
2: Yeah, but really, is were it, they? Because I, I really most of the foundation of this, when laws and the structure and the foundation and the, of how this country has worked, we were not considered equal. So how does this system ever work for us? It I
0: never said it worked for
2: us. Oh, 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 sorry, my bad. I made a really bad assumption <laughs> there, eh, guys.
0: I, I never <laughs> said it works for us.
1: <laughs> and if you believe that it works for us, something wrong with you.
2: Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like. Yeah, I don't know, guys. How y'all feeling? Like, how was your week?
0: Frustrating. Um, it's it, it's heavy. Life is heavy right now.
1: Yeah it is. You
0: know and it is. What do you do with that weight?
1: Because you have no outlet. Not not the normal outlets. I mean, depend. I mean, everything is a choice, right? Used to go. I used to go to the gym. Had a nice little routine, right? That was my outlet, working out. But when that went away, now what? And it's like it's one thing after another after another this year that keeps happening and keeps piling on as if as if there's no end in sight
0: and it's just it, incessant
1: i mean it makes you like i said my my feeling right now is frustrated right because i give you an example i was talking with talking with a guy white guy and we were having a conversation about everything that's going on um, we started talking about raising kids. Um, he's a white guy who has um, adopted uh, two black children and he's raising them. And so he and I have discussion pretty regularly about, you know, he said, hey, listen, I'm, I'm a white guy who lives in white privilege and I'm trying to uh, help the cause, help create change. But I'm also wanting to protect my children, my two black, black children and live in today's society, but I don't have certain experiences to help guide them. And so my advice to him was, listen, any parent wants to give their kids certain morals, certain values in terms of succeeding in life, start there, educate them and give them the tools to do, to have good work ethic, to be good of good moral character. And then with race next under that is you got to you got to immerse yourself and your kids in the black culture as much as you can so that they have a connection. Because there are certain experiences that you just can't relate to. And I give you the example. We were talking about starting high school. Do you remember your first time when, when you were considered a ninth grader and you show up with that first day what that first week felt like? A lot of us are probably scared. Right. Mm-hmm. Going into high school. So I came from a neighborhood outside of where the school I was attending was at. And my fear wasn't wasn't just I'm going to high school. My fear was this neighborhood I'm going to, I might get into fights and get jumped, right? So I used to carry a little weapon on me secretly, but I used to carry a weapon on me. And, And you laugh, but the reality is, I don't know if you remember, I used to wear wristbands, the long athletic wristbands. Well, under that, I used to have a little nail file that was sharpened just in case. Blue I'm worried about getting jumped going to high school. And this guy says to me, he said, whoa, you worried about something totally different. I was just worried about getting embarrassed, you know, doing something embarrassing as a freshman or a ninth grader. Me, I'm worried about my life. And on top of that, you know what, where we went to high school. You know the two neighborhoods that came there. We had race, racial dri- racially driven fights all the time. In
2: ninth grade, I was worried about staying awake, but that's another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> hey, by the time I are, made it to my junior senior, didn't care anymore. But, you're a doctor uh, now; it don't matter. It don't matter. But yeah, that's 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 a excellent perspective because we we know how those neighborhoods were, and you're worried about that while others were worried about just being normal.
1: But fast forward to now, and what we're talking about, what we're trying to get. Truth be told, white America to understand is, although we're operating in the same world, the the adversity that is facing us is completely different than what white America faces. And when everybody's trying to get back to normal, I believe that white America is trying to get back to their normal where they were on top and they felt felt comfortable and, and they were able to just ignore racism lying in the background and we are tired' and we of that. quiet and, and we, we were, were quiet that's that's the norm that people are trying to get back to and that sucks forget going to the gym forget going to parties and hanging out we're trying to get back to that normal and and it's it's over for that you can cancel that like if this is the year of cancel you can cancel that norm yeah it, it-
0: I think that um, that's the that you, you call the wild America, and that's what it is. That's the norm that they want because that's the norm that is easy. It is difficult to face the reality that this country has tremendous problems. No one wants to be honest. They don't want to be honest about that, and I hate to say they because. You know, please don't get me wrong.
2: Yeah, it's not an us versus them, but it's
0: not an us it, versus them. And I don't want to be stereotypical, um, but the disparity does exist, and we'd be very ignorant to, to ignore that fact.
2: Um, but in reality, we are moving towards it: us versus them, those that stand against racism and those that don't. Mm-hmm. And and I mean that oh, right. that doesn't that that has nothing to do with actual race. It just act, it stands
1: with a heart and a belief. But I think that that's part of those, those small details when we talk about the devils in the details, as well as digging beyond the surface. In all of these instances that have happened, the, these murders, these crimes, this, everything that's happening, us versus them, the first thing you think about and assume the is devil race. The
2: in the details, exactly. And, and, and let me ask you a question. Isn't it odd to everybody? And no, see, I'm sorry. I know you were deep in the thought and I cut you off. I went in a different direction. I apologize. You're good. You're good. Isn't it odd to everybody? that even if the media is is pandering and fear-mongering and creating the race issue, um, and, and let's just say CNN because Fox is obviously not the media because CNN is the fake news. I don't know what Fox is, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Isn't it odd to everybody that every time something happens, you got uh, 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 Trayvon, you got Jacob, you got... Um, Floyd, every time something happens, what are we saying if we always land on something was wrong with them? Criminal, drugs, it 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 always goes back like so isn't it odd to anybody that every time something happens, that these back men had something wrong with them? What what message are we sending?
0: That it was justified. Yeah. So it, it and, and it, that is that is the most mind boggling concept. Thank you. I've had these these conversations at work and, and, and working in law enforcement, I'm surrounded by these people who want to justify and rationalize why, why, why it was okay. We got into a conversation just a couple of days ago and my coworker, uh, and we were talking from the perspective of law enforcement, law enforcement, not black, not white, law enforcement. And my, my point was based on our training, those law enforcement officers should not, if they felt like there was a chance that he was reaching for a knife in his vehicle, coming from the passenger side of his vehicle, they should not have allowed him to get to the driver's side. If that that's was that's what him. I'm and saying, like based on my training, based on my 16-year training in law enforcement, right? And the response that I received is, "Well, he should have just complied."
1: Mm-mm, mm-mm. What? So, so let me <laughs> help me understand this, and you can answer this in law enforcement. You are given these tools in the event they don't comply. You are given ways to restrain the person in the event that, that, that they don't to restrain,
0: comply. So that, to deescalate,
3: de-escalate, yes.
1: So that means there is always an expectation that the person is not going to comply. And why is it not second nature, first thought to think, okay, how can I restrain this person? How can I de-escalate this situation? The de-escalation strategy that I continue to see is pull my weapon. I'm going to go to the max, pull my weapon, because that's what's going to de-escalate this, which really is about evoking fear and seeing if I can get you scared enough to now comply, Mm. as opposed to being a human being and talking to you. Hell, just watching that video from the passenger side, count the number of steps it takes to walk around an SUV. To tackle him, which at that point did not have a weapon on him at that time,
2: right? So you were safer than letting him get to that car. I, I, I mean, this so is right. common sense. If we, so we right. in the street,
0: I'm not going to let so you get right. to that car. Exactly. If Especially if, I, if I'm believing that you have a weapon. In you know time, what I'm, I'm saying? Gonna
2: I'm not going to let you get to that car. So anybody, you, Let's do it. now you have a better argument as to why you used physical aggression, but it didn't have to go to that gun.
0: Exactly, oh, so here's, my and, and word. here's the thing that, and, and, and in my work environment, this, these are the arguments that I have, we have a matrix, it's called a response to resistance matrix, and it's exactly how it sounds. It gauges what level of force we can use in response to the level of resistance that we are receiving. So at that point, you know, he's at a certain level, and, and we can respond a certain way, um, the matrix that we use, is it the same in Wisconsin, like like Shane says? I don't know. But the matrix we use, no, the, there was no reason to go to deadly force. Common, it's a common sense matrix.
2: But, I mean, any profession has that. Like, yeah. as soon as some, okay, for instance, cell phones. Cell phones are not allowed in school. But the first time a kid takes out a cell phone, I don't write them and suspend them. That's like level seven.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Level seven, meaning multiple infractions.
2: Multiple, first time, verbal warning. Second time, call parent. Third time, take the phone. Fourth time, turn it into the office.
1: They call it progressive disciplinary action. It's everywhere. It's corporate. It's everywhere. That's like an employee. All of us who go to work are expected to be on time. If we were fired for the first time that we were late, right?
0: There's nothing progressive about
1: it. There's nothing progressive about it. It has to progress. So, if these individuals, this law enforcement, are the professionals, right? They're the experts, not everybody else who's not in law enforcement. They're the professionals. There should be an easy matrix to compare their actions in terms of determining is this justified or not. And if you look at all of these cases, you look at all of these situations, if the de escalation matrix would be applied to determining guilty or not. All of this stuff would be simple. It would be over and we would be in a different space as a society. We probably have less demonstrations because we would have factual information as to why this person is being judged the way they're
3: judged.
2: Yeah. It, and it is why this person is being judged the way they're judged and why people are angry. And mm-hmm. people are angry because of this and and this there's is no also
3: consistency.
1: Well, there's no consistency. That's what's so frustrating about this time. There's no consistency. There's no
2: consistency.
0: There's no consistency and there's absolutely no accountability.
2: Thank yes. you. Here it is, Nelsia. Exactly. Criminals. There's
0: absolutely no accountability.
2: Criminals, they rob, they steal, they kill. So if a criminal does something, that's what they do. Police protect serve. What is the conversation? So anytime any of those things happen or something happens outside of those lines, it demands and deserves a question. Please, your job is to protect and serve.
0: I saw, I saw a meme the other day that said, to everybody that keeps saying protesting doesn't involve rioting and looting, please know that policing doesn't include, include murder. Thank you. Hello.
2: <laughs> Hello. Man. Like, uh, that was the quote, then yeah. just, <laughs> it
0: just I, that, it, that's it why.
2: That's why. And, like, and that's the only profession that I can think of that has this level of a lack of accountability, where they get by I like I just can't think of another profession where the ramifications of their action is the first thing we do is defend their actions
0: yes and 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 it's really, really hard to work in in that envi- to work in that environment and try to have these conversations with my peers, and they are completely oblivious to it. They are completely oblivious to it every time it comes up. they go back to the well, what about black on black crime? The difference is the criminals go to jail well, well, talking about Jacob Blake earlier this week well. Then KKK Kyle got, well, he didn't say KKK Kyle, but that's a new name, you know? He got arrested. He got arrested. Yeah, but the cop didn't. Like, they, refu- they love, they, they want to point out everybody else's flaws except for ours. Well, that's what
1: happens when you point the finger. For anybody, if you stand in a mirror and you point a finger, right, that's one pointed in that direction, but there's three pointed back at you, and nobody pays attention to the three
0: unless you point like this with your whole hand out
1: That's not pointing that's asking for five that's give me five brother man slide me
0: some skin <laughs> It's just it's, it's a very and you use the right word Rick it is so frustrating it is so frustrating because at at the, at the very in the simplest form the, the, the conversation is about right and wrong. In its simplest form,
3: yeah. take
0: any complexities out. Take any, take race out. Yeah. Take professions out. Take the badge away. Take, take the po- politicians away. Take the media out of it. At, in the simplest, rawest form, this conversation is about right versus wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A man is killed unjustifiably. It is wrong. And the offender needs to go
1: to jail. So a couple of things come to mind, right? I remember this quote that I've always tried to use when being a third party uh, or evaluating a situation. I don't care about who's right, I care about what's right.
3: Yes.
1: And I think that that's the measuring stick that we should use in life and evaluating all of these situations. We don't care about who's right, we care about what's right. Now, Take that a step further. What's right? We as a society have long devalued human life. We we don't prioritize human life. And I use the example. You talk about zero accountability and people not wanting to be held accountable for their actions. Think about how we will donate to certain causes. And I'll, I'll use animals versus humans. We will donate to certain causes. Uh-huh. We, will, we will fight uh-huh. to the death about the the life.
0: I hate this point. I, I
1: know, I know, because there's a lot of people who love their pets and their animals and they're their kids, their fur babies. But what? the reality is, will we fight as hard for homelessness and to end that as we do for animal rights and protecting uh, you know animals and we don't I see it all the time how many times do you as a person ride past a person on the street who is in need of help versus seeing a stray animal stop traffic get out your car to protect that animal why don't we do that for people
0: I have seen people get out their car to move a turtle out the road turtle. <laughs> they don't they don't blink an eye when it comes to people and it's so funny because the reason I started laughing um last night the comedian Kevin Sage, um, social media comedian, he's doing this um, this social distancing comedy special every every two weeks. He him and a group of comedians put on a show. You you buy a ticket, you get like a YouTube link or whatever. And uh, one of the comedians that was on last night um, was talking about how animal lives matter more than black lives, and he was like, you know, we get shot, and it's like, well. He shouldn't, he, shouldn't have had, he shouldn't have had a warrant. He shouldn't have had this. He said, but let there be an oily duck. <laughs> They're going to be like, where's the Dawn dish soap? <laughs> we got to save the duck.
3: <laughs> an oily duck.
0: And as, as as we we laugh about it, but how many times have you seen that in the little Peter commercials you said? And they got one of the ducks that came out there, you know, polluted lakes or something.
1: <laughs> Shaking. Got a little exactly. grease on him.
0: Exactly. We grab him, um, we
1: clean him up, we bathe him, and then put him in a better environment than what we plucked him out of environment.
2: it. Yep. A nourishing
0: they get, environment.
1: <laughs> what'd you say, what? reparations? They get reparations. The duck got reparations. They are giving
3: duck <laughs> reparations out.
1: <laughs> Every group has gotten reparations with people of color, but Black people. I didn't even say people of color, but Black people.
0: But Black people, yeah. It's not people of color, it's Black people.
2: All right, we've hoped you enjoyed part one of this discussion. Thank you for listening, and please check out the second part of this conversation, which should be dropping a few days after. I'll say three to four days after this one. All right, be blessed.